When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to episode zero of Win in Romance, your new romance podcast from Book Riot. I'm Jessica. And I'm Trisha. And we're your hosts yeah. from now until whenever. Um, <laughs> Probably forever. I can only assume. Well, we, we can hope, right? Mm-hmm. So this podcast is, like we said, your place to go for romance It'll be monthly from now until whenever, forever. Probably, yeah. And to be clear, it's your place to go for romance in books. I don't want to make any promises we can't keep, Jess. Just, to, you know, just just putting that out there. That is so true. Mm-hmm. That is a great, great catch. Um, because, you know, uh, I can't help you with your love life. But I can tell you where to go for books exactly. about people with love lives yeah just setting up the appropriate expectations it's a good good thing to do so here we're going to be talking about romance and you might be wondering but what do you mean um we're just going to define romance as a story about two or more people um who fall in love and that's the central story you know there's all kinds of romances with thrills and chills and spills and all of that but as long as the love story is the central theme it's a romance and for the most part we're going to be talking about grown-ups I don't know we might throw in some YA but really we're talking about adults consenting adults who probably have sexy times. Yeah. Book Riot has um, a fantastic uh, Hey YA podcast. So if that is more your speed, or if both things are your speed, you should definitely also check out that one. But uh, yeah, definitely. I think it's true that we are we are more, um, you know, maybe new adult, but also beyond, yeah, beyond teenagers. Beyond teenagers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I think also, um, you know, one of the things that we talked about when we were first talking about um, how to frame the podcast is that the romance world is huge. It's so vast. There are so many books and there are so many authors and it can be easy to get a little bit lost, especially, you know, we're going to talk in a minute about how we each found the romance world, but I found it much more recently than you did and it can be really intimidating. So I think we're, we're also going to talk a little bit about how to explore and find what romance is you know what what is what is what are the genres and the subgenres and the sub subgenres and um you know what is going on on romance twitter and what is happening um with independent authors and how is that different from the publishing houses and it's just such a really interesting place and i think um that it's just going to be a lot of fun to talk about at least that's my so plan. much fun yeah definitely oh my gosh there's so much right mm-hmm. there's 
all those subgenres and there's tropes and there's people and there's what to do and what not to do. Well, actually, we're not going to tell you anything that you shouldn't do. You can decide on that one. Um, but, you know, there's just so much out there. There's, what, 50 romance novels published once a week, probably. Maybe more. Yeah. I Because pu- people who can self-publish their own, that's happening every day. They're, they don't have to wait until Tuesday. Exactly. So. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, speaking of all of those many, many uh, romances, I can only imagine that you have read hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them. How did how did you fall into this rabbit hole, Jess Pride? Oh, well, you know, I mean, every girl sees her mom reading them and decides to pick them up at eight, right? And then realize some of the words are a little big and gives it a few more years. So I can probably say that I really actually completed and understood my first romance novel at 13. Uh, sigh. And it was one that my mom had been reading. She had apparently enjoyed it because she actually finished it instead of, you know, going to sleep or something. And yeah, that'll happen. We've all yeah. been there. Yes. I occasionally yes, actually um, finish one instead of going to work and then just end up a little late and hope I don't have a 930 meeting. Sometimes, you know, like I said, we, we've all been there. Goals. Yeah. Always goals. Yeah. Make sure you don't miss your meetings, mm-hmm. but maybe you can be a little late. Exactly. Yeah. What, do you remember what the book was? Oh gosh, it was, it was Jude Devereaux's Legend. And I'll tell you, it was my first time travel novel, but it was not my last. Okay. And there was this whole thing. I think the, the heroine was like a chef or a baker and she found this wedding dress in an old trunk and she put it on and she got transported to Legend Colorado in you know, the old West. And it was just, it was so great. It was so great. Um, and I ended up reading like every single Jude Devereaux book from then until like college. So is that the book, is it, is that sort of the book that turned you onto it or was it, is, is that the book that just sort of you came across first? Probably both. I mean, okay. Because I mean, I didn't turn away from it mm-hmm. after that. I was like, these are great. Mm-hmm. Give me more. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, it ends well. Although, interesting thing about Jude Devereaux, she writes, like, soulmate novels. I don't know if she still does, because I actually haven't picked one up in a while, because I discovered so many other authors. I know, there's so many authors! (laughs) Um, But, like, okay, sorry, I'm going to spoil this one. The person that she falls in love with earlier in the book is not the person that she ends up with, but it is the same soul. Interesting. See? This is the thing that people don't understand about romance. There are so many ways to actually get to the happily ever after. People think they're so all very ways. formulaic and that there's only one path. But as it turns out, there are different people in one soul. Okay, I've actually haven't read the book, so I'm not 100% sure I follow. <laughs> but point being, there's a lot of paths to the HEA a- or the HFN, which are um, happily ever after and happy for now. Which we will be using frequently, so just, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. store those. Yeah, well, we'll probably explain them the first few times. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, so that was my um, initial trek. How about mm-hmm. you? Well, it's funny that you mentioned that, um, and I, I know you, you said it a little bit tongue-in-cheek because everyone always says, everybody picked up their mom's romance novels, which that is not, that was not my entry into the world. My, um, I did grow up in a house, I was fortunate to grow up in a house full of books, but uh, the books in our house were, uh, my mom was a fifth grade teacher, and so we had a lot of middle grade books, a lot of new grade books, and then a lot of books about like the lives of the saints which are also really good books, but very different from maybe the books that I am reading now sometimes. Um, but I so, yeah, so. right? Yeah, not quite the same. <laughs> uh, so I, gosh, it was maybe like, so I came to romance um, comparatively late because a lot of people do have the same or a similar story to yours, but I was in my late 20s or early 30s. Um, so it was, yeah, I guess uh, four or five years ago, um, for some reason, and past Trisha sometimes makes decisions that present Trisha is a little confused about. But for some reason, I decided I was going to go to the gym every single day. And I'd always gone a little bit, but I'd never gone every day. But here's the thing. For anyone who is listening to this who is not really a gym goer, it is very boring there. Like, it is yes, just, it is. it's so boring. And so I knew I was going to need something to read. And the book, like sometimes I would read magazines, but magazines are expensive and I could not be buying a new magazine every day. So mm-hmm. I was, the books that I was reading at the time, but you know, my, um, I work in social policy. And so I was reading like The Working Poor, which is a great book, but it is not going to keep you distracted when the elliptical hits like the hill climb setting. Not really fun. Right. No. Yeah. So I, and so I started looking at what was on sale in my nook. I was uh, on a, a nook at the time. I started like checking to see what was on sale. I was looking for cheap books and I came across some romance and I downloaded some samples and I started to think like, all right, I'm going to give this a try. Like it's, I figured it had to be better than just watching. Um, I live in CNN. So all of the gyms have, uh, or I'm sorry, I live in DC. So all the gyms have like CNN with no sound like that. It's just, so I figured romance had to be at least better than that. So I started reading it (laughs) and I was like, Oh, wait, hang on. I started to get that feeling that you don't get that much as an adult where you start to wonder, like, did everybody know about this? It's that kind of like feeling of <laughs> amazement that you get as a kid, but you don't really get as an adult. And I started to think, like, does everyone know that this is a thing, that it's out there? Like, as if there had been some vast conspiracy, like, perpetrated against me as a person that everyone was keeping all of these stories that were mostly at least what I was reading at that time these stories by women that were about women that had these very interesting multi-dimensional characters where all of these women were the center of the story and also got to have a happy ending I couldn't I had not found anything like that in movies or in tv or even in the other books that I was reading and I was just so kind of taken aback by it that um I will say my uh, gym habit did not last as long as my romance habit did last because I did eventually realize that I could read romance at home in addition to at the gym. So um, I was just, I was kind of astonished to like find that there was so much that was, you know, female focused. And of course there's, I, you know, eventually came to realize that there's a lot of great um, male, male romance or um, polyamorous romance or, you know, there's, there's a lot of different options out there. But it does continue to be one of the most, um, I think, industries in entertainment that is most empowering to women who are writing. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. And I love that about it. So that has been 
I mean, that's kind of how I fell into it. Um, I was thinking you and I were, were talking earlier about what, you know, kind of the first book was. And I think the first book, the first like kind of rabbit hole author that I fell into is an author named Ruthie Knox, um, who's not super well known, but I came across this book of hers called About Last Night. And it was, um, it was, I, yeah, I think it was, it was a fake marriage book and it was like these two sort of like complicated, flawed people who were trying not to fall in love. And of course they did fall in love. And like, of course. I know, right? And I think I burned like 5,000 calories on the elliptical machine over like many days reading this book. And then I burned through her like Camelot series. And then she had a book about people riding across the country on bikes. And I was like, I don't care about that. Actually I do. And I read through that one and um it was, awesome yeah she actually did a couple last year too that sort of followed up on the first one that I read so that was really fun um but yeah I mean you know like I never looked back it's still romance still for me has been the main place that I go to find stories that are about women and and really feminist stories in entertainment so so true oh my gosh nobody else saw me but I was just like grinning like an idiot while while Trisha was telling this story because yeah. it's just like it's so, like does anybody else know that this this awesome <laughs> exactly. thing is still around yeah. mm-hmm. absolutely and just the joy like the joy of reading romance like you can't get that anywhere else even like even if it's the most angsty mm-hmm. frustrating annoying group of people you've ever had to deal with there's still that thing at the end where you're just like <sighs> yep and breathe mm-hmm. these people get their happy ending too oh and here's my own personal happy ending is sort of that um for now at least is that the best is that i still read like these very social policy heavy books but i also read a lot of romance so my amazon recommended reads will be like evicted uh, and the fire this time, like edited by Jasmine Ward, and then it'll also be like the newest Rebecca Weatherspoon Beards and Bondage book, and like the yes. latest Tessa Dare, like When a Scot Ties the Knot, which I actually own both of those books, so that's a bad example, but it makes me feel like yes, like that is my recommended reading list from Amazon. I have done something right with my life. That I my my recommended list is you know, chiseled male abs and duchesses and ball gowns and also, you know, research-based practices for supporting low-income families in the United States. Like that is, the, the, that's my wheelhouse. It's right there. I've, I've, my writing, Fantastic. Yeah, I've done what I can do. <laughs> I mean, so, well, yeah, I don't know. Are we, is, what else do we have? Are we done? Ah, uh, I think we should probably wrap up. <laughs> yeah. What other, any exciting other things that you want to tell all of the people? I don't know. What other things do I want to tell all the people? I don't know. Where are you? Where? So, I mean, I guess we're happy to hear from other people if they have things they want us to talk about or if they have questions, right? Yeah, definitely. So, so there's that. Well, you've heard our stories. How did you start out? Oh, yeah. I'd love to find that out. I love hearing people tell the stories of how they got into romance. If you didn't get my, like, grinning like an idiot story just from hearing Trisha's. <laughs> I mean, I I mean, I love that. I love that you that people found this stuff at 13. I feel like I wasted so much time. But, you know. Well, well, you know, I took a little break mostly to read Pride and Prejudice fan fiction, but that is another story. Boy, there's for so many another episodes. day. We have so much to talk about. So much to talk about. 
Well, yeah, I would love to hear the same. And um, so I'm on Twitter at um, Trisha Reads, T-R-I-S-H-A underscore Reads. And I am at Jess is Reading, because why not? Yeah, because Jess is reading. So that's great. I Basically feel like that's all fits. the time. Um, yes. So yeah, until next time, we're, uh, we're excited. We're excited to hear from you and we're excited to talk with you. So I guess there it is. There it is. All right. Thanks for listening to us. Until next time. Until next time.